0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. We are uh, on, what is it now, episode seven? Today, we are talking about Skincare 101, and I'm just really, really glad that we get to do this because I was looking in my medicine cabinet the other day and like, oh, I should probably have a more adult skincare routine. So this is going to be a really exciting episode. And we also have um, a guest who is a personal friend of mine. So this week's guest is a girl with a passion to make your skin as healthy and as balanced as possible. She started her obsession with skin watching Dr. Pimple Popper videos on YouTube and is now a licensed esthetician working as a full-time body speed waxer. She's also on her way to getting married next year. And when she's not obsessing over skincare, she loves Disneyland. We have that in common. True crime documentaries, also in common, and video games. Her favorite skincare product is a mineral-based sunscreen at 50 SPF. And everyone, please welcome Madison Masters hello hi (laughs) Hi. welcome to the podcast
1: (laughs) yes how (laughs) are
0: you today
1: uh well today was one of my days off so we love it we we my boss tried to call me in earlier and i'm like (gasps) uh no
0: (laughs) i would never go in on a day off (laughs)
1: like no no, no, thank you. <laughs> I want to relax. <laughs> uh, yes,
0: Madison, I'm so excited to have you on. I realized I just said this is episode seven. I think this is actually episode eight because I was
1: looking at it too. I'm like, oh, you're it like, says that's eight. not right.
0: I realized it was eight because your brother was on two episodes ago. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm really, really, really excited to get talking about skincare. But before we do that, let's hop into our good news segment, The News Inspired. Yay. Insert theme music. (laughs) Um, Okay, so our first headline today is that Harvard scientists have released a study they've been working on. And they're really optimistic about the possibility of an upcoming cancer vaccine.
1: Oh, sick. That's really cool.
0: I I think that's just like honestly once we get to that point like science will have hit peak perfection. I'm so excited.
1: That's beautiful. I think we need to focus more on things like that I mean obviously yeah. you know there's like the cancer walks and whatnot. Um, well my father died when I was 3 yeah. you know and Nick was uh, about 10 and he had an, an inoperable brain tumor and so yeah. the first time he had surgery you know like oh it's gone and the second time it's like no done deal and you know it's talked about a lot but really when it comes to finding the you know, so called cure for cancer it's so un. Unbelievably difficult, I already I know. know it is. So that'd be beautiful.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, you're right. They This is like such a, a good news. And it's really interesting that they said a lot of the, the leads that they're getting for this comes from the vaccines that they're using for COVID and the new mRNA technology. So the pandemic has been absolutely awful, but if we have to find a silver lining, this is some pretty good news.
1: Oh, it's beautiful, yes.
0: Our second headline today is good news I think for the world maybe not such good news for these employees but Google and Amazon have announced plans to reopen their offices and as much as I think some of us are enjoying work from home I think a lot of others are ready to get back into the office and if nothing else it's a sign that the the world is getting better and things are opening up and hopefully soon that means that life just goes back to a little bit more normal.
1: Oh yeah, I, w- I would actually really like to work for Google. I feel like it's like
0: right?
1: a, I feel like they have playgrounds and like yes. your favorite like candy bars like always there or something cool like that.
0: <laughs> yes, I love watching the videos on TikTok of people who work for like Google and Apple, and they have like full cafeterias, and, like restaurants and coffee bars in their offices, and like everything's just free. Like just take what you want.
1: It's like here. It's <laughs> like like welcome to our wonderland. <laughs>
0: Honestly, I would a hundred percent work there. Yeah. Our last headline today is there was some research done. Um, I can't remember the source. And for some reason, I didn't write this down, but someone released some research. I guess we can Google it that says that walking is actually good for your mind and body, and that a short daily walk can improve your overall health. And wouldn't you know it, that's about the only exercise I get. <laughs> so great news. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I stand. I literally stand in one place at work all day and I do like little like half steps like I just hey. stay in my little spot and so that's I'll, that's, that's enough of a you know, so-called walk for me
0: yeah perfect I think standing is supposed to be good for you too everyone has like the standing desks and stuff oh,
1: I love I it oh yeah
0: so this has been the news inspired and I hope that these headlines are just the first few of the next couple of weeks that bring a little smile to our faces yay so now we're moving into skincare 101, one of my absolute favorite topics we've gotten into on this podcast, because you are a skincare expert as an esthetician. So why don't you start by just explaining to all the people what is an esthetician?
1: All right. It's, a lo- it's kind of a long description, but very basic They are a licensed skin care professional. And I like to say the emphasis on the licensed part, just because we put in, in the state of California, because every state is different. They all have different governing uh, boards, departments, uh, hours, you know, how many hours it takes to graduate and then be able to go take your test. Basically, they are essentially a skincare expert. They can legally perform services on your face, your body, body wraps, lashes, chemical peels, basic facials, body waxing, Mm. uh... Microdermabrasion, uh, microblading, oh. eyelash tinting, eyebrow tinting, anything under the sun that can do with wow. skin other than cutting you open, we can <laughs> perform. And in the state of California, it's about 600 hours. And so you, you know, you go to your little school, it's fine and dandy, and you learn everything. And what we mainly learn, it's not all these services that we learn, we, know, we perform them, but the most important thing that we learn at school is sanitation, disinfection, and sterilization, the diseases and uh, disorders of the skin, sweat glands, uh, contraindications, you know, things that are on someone's skin where we have to turn them away, you know, if they have some sort of skin infection. So we we learn a lot of that. And then once you're all graduated, you go to either Glendale or San Francisco and you take your state board exam. And if you pass, then you get your license that day.
0: Wow. So it seems like it is something that is not just like anyone can just be an esthetician. Like it takes some work. So I think it's fair to say that you are like a licensed expert.
1: I would like to say that yes. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, I have I have my little fancy license right here. Oh,
0: I love it.
1: Yes, it, it's so just official. Sits in its little plastic case. <laughs> no,
0: that's awesome. And you used words in your description that I don't even know. So I feel like that just shows that's ba- basically makes you a doctor, right?
1: Oh. oh. Well, no, well, technically no, but oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, that's the number one thing actually that they teach us in school is that mm-hmm. we, so contraindication, if anyone listening here is in the medical field, they would automatically know about, oh, oh, contraindication, you know, say like they need like um, a certain transplant and you can't drink and they take a drink. That's a contraind- contraindication. They can't receive a surgery or something uh, like that. Yeah. Um, it's things where like, say- for example, (laughs) I have someone coming in for a Brazilian wax Mm -hmm. and I see, you know, maybe there's some discoloration on the skin, a little bit of pustules that I'm not used to seeing that would typically look like whiteheads. I would, I wouldn't tell them exactly what I think it is. I would say, I would suggest, you know, I think, um, this is what you currently have, I think I suggest that you should go see a doctor, you know, because I can't treat you today, but I can't legally tell them you have this and you need to go on antibiotics and all this other crap.
0: (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So we've established that you are the expert and I just want to get straight into asking you, what is your skincare routine? Because I have the most basic, like, let me just tell Please you. Please don't tell I me use, it's
1: soap. Don't use bar soap.
0: <laughs> oh, oh. Well, that's a great <laughs> opener because I use bar soap yeah. twice a day yeah. on my face.
1: You're nasty.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's just the start. And then I use, like, a acne control face wash because I'm very oily. And then after that, I use a moisturizer, but I think that it has, like, peroxide or something in it because it's also like for oily skin so you know mine what's yours and what am I doing wrong okay
1: well <laughs> I currently have I have 12 products sitting in front of me my gosh I, I don't know thir- 13 I pulled all of the my basic products that I use every single day almost okay. every day um For morning and night, just so I could like look at them. Because I'll forget, Mm -hmm. because I have so many. (laughs) I have like 25 in my bathroom right now.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, my fiance hates me.
0: (laughs) So none of them are his.
1: And they're not his. (laughs) Got it. So my routine in the morning... Because I like to follow the rules of what I was Mm -hmm. taught in school and training and all that fun stuff. In the morning, I like to use a creamy vitamin C cleanser, non-foaming, very gentle for the skin.
0: Okay.
1: After that, I'll follow it up with a facial mist. It's not a toner. It's a facial mist. (laughs) And then I'll use a hydrating anti-aging serum. Uh, It's very thin in viscosity. It's not super thick, very lightweight. And then after that, I'll follow it up with my SPF 50 mineral sunscreen. Mineral is also another word for physical sunscreen. So a chemical like zinc oxide, you know, uh, that like thick white pasty stuff that Mm -hmm. you'll see at people at the beach. It has a very high concentration and percentage of it in there, which is great for obviously protecting against UVA and UVB.
0: And you do that every day.
1: Uh, That's in the morning.
0: Okay. Got it. (laughs) Oh boy.
1: (laughs) Yes. At night I will use a foaming glycolic acid cleanser and I'll really get into every little groove and crevice and I'll cleanse the crap out of my face, my neck, You know, just like get the day all off of my face. And then if it's uh, every other day, I'll exfoliate, you know, with a very lightweight, not super grainy, physical Mm. exfoliant. Very gentle. After that, you know, it really depends if I'm going to use a hydrogel face mask that's very hydrating or anti-aging or maybe I want to do a clay mask or maybe I want to do an enzyme peel mask but other than that I'll either pick a mask I'll put back on again the anti-aging serum or a retinol and then moist a thick creamy moisturizer
0: oh how long does that take you morning and night combined
1: about an hour
0: oh my gosh every single day
1: every day You have to to take care of it because if you start now, then later down the road, you won't be spending, you know, hundreds of dollars on all these anti-aging, reverse the side effects on your face, anti-wrinkle, this and that later down the road. If you start by preventing now, then you Mm. don't have to age so much later.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe that you have to do so many things on your skin, though. Also, I, one of the things that's sticking out in my head is you said you only exfoliate every other day. Why?
1: Uh, If if you exfoliate too much, it causes issues with the skin. Uh, Our facial skin is very different from the rest of our body. Mm. You know, the rest of our body can take a punch just because the skin is thicker. It's a different pH balance. The skin in our face is very interesting. You know, there's different mappings when it comes to the skin. Um, You know, this area is very hormonal. Cheeks are very, you know, have to do with gut health. There's so much going on. And if you overexfoliate, you're asking for a lot of issues such as um, increased aging sometimes. You know, that's one of the controversial things that's talked Mm. about a lot. But more often than not, you're asking for dry patches, irritation, redness, little cracks and grooves, micro cuts that can create acne.
0: Oh, that makes is that why we're not supposed to use the apricot scrubs?
1: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I swear, if any of you... Any of y'all who are listening, if you have that nasty St. Ives apricot scrub or like that weird Kylie Jenner walnut scrub, throw it out. I never uh, – just burn it. Just burn <laughs> it. <laughs> the worst and that's what i used to use when i was a kid that's what i used to use and that's what was creating acne it's not grinded down enough into a physical exfoliants Mm. little grainy stuff they're supposed to be very very soft and gentle and a lot of people think they're supposed to be super rough and they need to scrub their skin like crazy
0: and they need to
1: be gentle
0: Okay, this make this makes sense. That's like the one thing I always remember like pretty early after I met you. I remember you telling Nick, "Do not use." The- <laughs> uh, at
1: dinner at PF Chang's. Probably. <laughs> I was like throw it out.
0: <laughs> it's very important. Um okay, let us hop into a section that we do every week called The Lightning Round okay so for this week's lightning round i'm going to throw out some things that people may do um to try and take care of their skin uh, that they may not know what they're doing uh, yeah. by they i mean me um and you tell us if this is something we should do or something that we should not do and maybe just like why sound good okay
1: yeah, sorry i was drinking <laughs> With chai <laughs>
0: We can always edit everything out, right? I uh, know. <laughs> okay. So, first, do or don't. Pop pimples.
1: It depends. It actually does depend. If it's a whitehead, you want to be very careful.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: the most common, you know, something, you know, honestly, I do. Well, I have proper extraction tools and whatnot and like little lancets that I'll use on my own face. Which you're not allowed to perform in the state of... You're not allowed to stick needles in someone's face in California. It used to be a thing, and now we can't. I don't know why.
0: (laughs) Interesting.
1: It really depends. Um, The issue, I think... The thing is that I see no issue with it, unless it's like really raised up in like a really hard bump and you can't distinct Mm -hmm. whether it's a blackhead or a whitehead. It's just there, and it's a cyst. Don't touch it, you know? Use proper skincare; it'll deflate on its own. The issue that is with propping your own pimples is that they're not—you're not extracting them properly. Mm. Like Brian over there in the other room, he'll—he'll get his little fingers and he'll—he'll scrape and he'll pick at them. And it's like, no, you need to use two fingers. You know, go on the side and wiggle it out very gently with clean hands and tissue paper. You know, that's what I would say.
0: Got it. Okay, good to know. Uh, Our next do or don't. Should people with oily skin use products to dry their skin?
1: No. And I'll tell you why. There is... So we have people with combo skin, normal skin dry skin and like super oily skin. Everyone in the world thinks they're super super oily and the issue is is that they're not. The reason why 9 times out of 10 that you have very oily skin is because you're not moisturizing enough for your own skin. So your your skin's going to go into hyperdrive and it's just going to pump out sebum onto your skin to try to moisturize itself. And so the best way to balance out You know very very oily skin is to use proper products to bring that moisture back to kind of normalize and bring balance back to the skin you know and then once you feel like oh maybe my skin still is a little bit oily then we would go into different things like uh different treatment products or serums
0: interesting okay i heard that before but it's good to hear a professional say it.
1: <laughs> well i used to think i have oily skin and brian used to think he would have oily skin and you know a lot of people say they have oily skin it's like well then tell me about your skin carotene and they'll say, "Oh, I just kind of, you know, do this and that." And it's like, "Well, it sounds like you're not moisturizing enough, or you're not properly cleansing your skin with something that'll penetrate deeper to really cleanse out everything, mm. you know, um, you know, not rehydrating properly." So that's what I, I would say.
0: Perfect. Also, uh, Brian is the fiance, by the way. For anyone. Who
1: oh it yes, <laughs> he's he's the love of my life.
0: <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Um, Okay, next, should we, or is it okay for people to use body washes instead of soaps? But you said not to use soap, so I guess now, what what are we supposed to use in the shower?
1: The thing is that when it comes to write the rest for our body, I, I personally, because I don't really work with the rest of the body when it comes mm-hmm. to, I would say more high-end treatment products like I'm a body speed waxer and we have at my work we have our own lines when it comes to exfoliants and body washes and body moisturizers but they're targeted uh for waxing only there's certain ingredients in it that help with just waxing so personally I use Dove body wash (laughs) I use like the thick, creamy Dove body wash. And as soon as I get out of the shower, I get my favorite body oil. It's like an, a sweet almond oil, mm. honestly, straight out of Sprouts. You know, the grocery store, a big bottle. And I just lather my skin in beautiful oil. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Yeah. I
1: love it. I hate bar soap. It leaves like that nasty, sticky, residue
0: film. Yeah, I hate that.
1: When it comes to more of the treatment side for the rest of our skin, a lot of um, other people would be looking more into uh, cellulite and different treatment body scrubs. They are on the market. They're just not as popular. It's not really as talked about, especially when it comes to aesthetics. Mm. We didn't really talk about the rest of the body unless it came to body wraps, uh, back facials, And cellulite treatment products, uh, freezing the fat away, things like that. You know, that's more of like a different higher end uh, Mm. practice that not a lot of estheticians really get into. And so personally, I just like to use Dove because it's nice and creamy and it doesn't dry my skin out.
0: That's good to know. So some of those body washes are okay. Some Uh, of them. (laughs) Some. (laughs) Probably shouldn't go off and use like the three and
1: one. <laughs> oh, Irish yeah. spring. Old yeah.
0: Spice. <laughs> exactly.
1: Old spice. Uh,
0: um, speaking of body washes, hot showers, do or don't.
1: Oh, uh, I mean, they're okay. Honestly, like I've seen so many different myths, you know, like don't wash your face in the shower. Uh, don't use super, super hot water. And uh, don't, don't do this. And, As long as you're properly moisturizing, honestly, and not scrubbing the crap out of your skin, it's not going to kill you. Um, But you don't want to burn your skin, obviously.
0: Yeah. No, (laughs) I I have done that.
1: (laughs) I love Uh, shooting showers, so.
0: Okay. That's just me. It's good to know that I can do it sometimes because I was always scared that I was, like, aging my skin with hot showers. No. Good. Um... Okay, so that was a good lightning round. Very informative. You mentioned a lot of products that you use during that lightning round. Mm-hmm. So wondering what some of the big like no no products might be, or like things that you know people do, thinking that they're doing like good for their skin, but they they shouldn't. like what are some of the big like don't do its?
1: So definitely stop using coconut oil, please.
0: <laughs> Why?
1: I'll tell you why. So I know it's it's treated as this like miracle. Ah, oh, coconut oil, you could put it in your hair. you could lather it on your body. You know you could eat it, you can cook with it. and it, it's it actually is quite versatile. And I know that like the organic community, like the people who are really into like zero packaging and they like organic everything, they want to keep it as clean as possible stop putting it on your face particularly it's very very comedogenic and what that means is you are much more susceptible to blackheads and breakouts clogging's uh, just huge cysts It's not a very safe product to use on the skin because its molecular structure is so large that what it's going to do is just create a very occlusive barrier on the skin and it's just going to sit there. It's not going to absorb. It's literally just going to sit on your skin and just get you really oily.
0: Interesting. That's like one of the things that I thought we were safe using. (laughs)
1: Well, well, a better alternative to coconut, you know, because it's really thick, you know, when you look at it, it's like, oh, it's like this big chunk and it smells good. Um, A better alternative would be jojoba oil and sweet almond oil. Uh, They're very thin and light in viscosity. They're very healthy for the hair as well. So that's what I would personally recommend the most, especially if you're feeling really dry and gross and cracked skin. Things like that are going to be much more beneficial for you later down the road versus coconut oil.
0: Okay. That's good to know. I feel like everything you're saying, I'm like, that's so good to know because it's just (laughs) rewriting all of my conceptions.
1: Well, it's right because most people today, they – And I don't blame them. Like, I love social media, but I hate it. But that's where a lot of, you know, young women and men, like me and you, we receive a lot of our advice from TikTok and Instagram and YouTube and Snapchat and all this uh, terrible places to be receiving um, skincare advice. And it's like, if it's you know, stop listening to, you know, oh, I'm a celebrity and I wear this product and it's $300. Or it's like, oh, I, I stuck lemon juice in sugar and I made my own face scrub. And it's, you know, please you know, do your research. And by that, I mean find people on social media and on YouTube that specifically say, you know, I'm a licensed skincare professional or mm. I'm a dermatologist. You know, I'm a skincare chemist who researches his ingredients. Yeah. Those are the people you want to listen to.
0: Yeah, no, that makes so much sense. I I also, I really like that you said that about celebrities because working in PR, like I can can promise you that most of what a celebrity tells you to use, they probably don't use it. Someone's paying them to say that.
1: Someone is definitely (laughs) paying them to say it and we very much know.
0: (laughs) Yes. No, it's so true. Um, okay, so those are some things we should not do to our skin. What are some like easy things people can do to make their skin more healthy?
1: Uh, sunscreen. Honestly, I see so many people say that they don't wear, they don't wear sunscreen.
0: Yeah.
1: You know it's it's very and you know when I tell them to right? Like, um, like I have a client come in, I'm doing like a, an eyebrow wax or a full face wax, mm-hmm. you know, I'll wax their whole face from the top of their hairline all the way down to like the bottom of their neck.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when I'm waxing them, I can see on the strip how dry their skin is. I can tell,
0: oh. you know,
1: cause waxing is exfoliating as well. Um, And so I can tell that their skin's quite dry. And so I'll ask them, all right, do you moisturize? You know, they'll usually say yes. And and Mm -hmm. I said, well, you've um, been receiving, you know, a full face wax, you know, for quite some time. Are you properly wearing sunscreen? And they'll say like, yeah, it's in my makeup. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, no. Are you, do you physically have, you know, a product like this? That mm-hmm. says, you know, SPF, you know, at least 35. Do you do you wear that? Are you using that to moisturize during the day? No. It's like, well, just wear wear some sunscreen, please. And you know, it's not just about the sun either. Mm. It's sun protection, right? Like sunscreen also contains a lot of antioxidants or, or serums contain a lot of oh. antioxidants. The whole idea of like the whole sunscreen and vitamins A, C, and E and all that great stuff, Mm -hmm. they protect against other things other than the sun. And we call them free radicals. So it's like air pollutants, Mm. you know, like uh, the ozone layer. It's breaking apart. And it's like, that's actually a big deal because that radiation, more radiation is hitting your skin. Yeah you know, and it's it's not, you know, c- cigarette smoke, that's free radical, you know, different little things here and there. You'd be surprised how many things can contaminate our skin and really screw them up, quite honestly, you know, little chemicals that you don't really think about. And so just get a nice sunscreen and please Don't rely on the sunscreen in your makeup because it's a very small, small concentration and it's not as effective as most people think it would be.
0: Interesting guys i hope you are enjoying this conversation as much as i did madison and i went on chatting about skincare for so long and i don't want this to be an hour and a half conversation but i also think this is such good info and didn't want to cut it all out so what we are going to do is next week you can join us for our regular episode and it will be skincare 102 where we'll pick up the conversation where we left off with madison talking about all the good things that we can do for our skin. So, for now, I hope that you have enjoyed today's conversation, that it brought a smile to your face, and that it helps you to live the life inspired.